Welcome to Spark, Careers in Agribusiness, where we meet the most accomplished leaders in agribusiness today. Learn how each of the women and men featured has built leadership into their life's work and what advice they have for young people just beginning their careers. Your host for Spark is Sarah Stever, President at Paulson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Spark. Today, we have a very special guest, Evelyn Brandt-Thomas. Evelyn co-founded Brandt Consolidated, Inc. in Springfield, Illinois, along with her brother, Glenn, in 1953. So she is not only a businesswoman, but a philanthropist and community leader. And since its founding, Brandt has become an international powerhouse. But I'm going to let Evelyn tell us that story. So, Evelyn, welcome to Spark. Well, thank you. In the beginning, I knew that when I started high school that uh, it would not be possible for me to have a four-year college education. So I decided that I was going to take all of the commercial classes that I could get at the high school. So I took two years of shorthand, two years of bookkeeping, and uh, two years of typing. And so consequently, I knew that I was you know, going to be involved in, in, the, in the business world. And so that was, was, was my beginning because then I started doing, uh, taking care of the records for my uh, dad and my brother on, on the farm. So when we started in the, the fertilizer business, it was a natural that I was already engaged in, in the agriculture business. So that's kind of where where it all started. So, well, uh, Evelyn, can you tell us what year that was? What year did you graduate high school? I graduated high school in 1940. Great. And so, actually, well, it was in 1936 that I made the decision, as uh, probably not too many people may uh, remember, but back in 1936, uh, farming was uh, not uh, the best uh, career to, to be at that time. So anyway, I, I knew uh, at that time that uh, that I was going to have to go into the workplace, but I was able to go to uh, a business college. And so I did that for about six months. And then after that, uh, I worked in several places prior to starting the fertilizer business. I was able to work for the Illinois State uh, Journal, which was a newspaper. I worked for the Federated Funeral Directors of America and also for the state of Illinois prior to uh, starting uh, the fertilizer business, which that was in 1953 when when we first started that business. So, so you went out and got a little bit of experience off of the farm and after college. And I would say, you know, it's important for, I think, our audience to understand that it was kind of unusual for women to go to college in that era. So you were pretty progressive, Evelyn, in, in taking that on. Well, I was determined. I felt that that's, that was uh, what I wanted, wanted to do. I uh, loved uh, numbers, evidently. I wasn't very good at geography and history, but I loved uh, math and uh, arithmetic and that type of thing. So it was a natural for me. Well, it certainly served you well. So can you talk a little bit about what it was like on the farm for you and the kind of support that you got to take some steps that were not necessarily typical for women in that time? I learned that uh, we had to work together. Our first farm that we we lived on was uh, my grandfather's farm, and we lived there until uh, I entered high school. At that time, I was in charge of uh, gathering the eggs, bringing in the wood, helping mom with housework, and we were taught good work ethics. And and actually, uh, all those years, we we lived off the land. We had uh, a large garden, and my mother did a lot of canning. We all were 
to pitch in, and we all we all had our share to do along with with with, with my my brother. Now my sister was like twelve years younger than me, so uh, in those early days it was pretty much me as a girl to help mom with with the, the dishes and the ironing and whatever needed to be done. That's a, just a great example of what um, working on the farm and a lot of I think our audience are farm kids now and um, I think they learn that work ethic on, on the farm and then they parlay that into their next step. So when you decided to go on to the business school, um, you said you were there for about six months. Would that have been like the equivalent of taking about a year's worth of courses or were, were they just courses in general for you? It was strictly bookkeeping. It was strictly okay. book, bookkeeping. We start from the beginning, setting up a set of books. And so we actually did the whole uh, bit uh, in those in those six months. I graduated from grade school at, just, uh, at when I was 12 years old because we took two grades in one year. I was in a uh, country school of only seven students. So actually, wow. uh, I just turned 13 in August when I started high school. So actually, I was one of the, of the younger ones there. Yeah. So it was, you talk about uh, a, a shock to go to, to, to a high school to have a class of 400 and come from a grade school of seven. So it was uh, it was it was pretty it was pretty tough, but I soon adjusted to it. It worked out for me. I made the decision to to go to Springfield High School, where I felt I could get more of the uh, commercial classes than than I could. That there was another high school I could have attended, but back then there were no school buses, so you had to get your own transportation. So the only transportation I could get was to the Springfield High School, so which was the best choice anyway. Well, that must have prepared you to have enough courage with your brother Glenn to actually start that company. How old were you when you guys decided to start the fertilizer company? Well, that was in 1953, and I was born in in 23, so I was 30 then when we started the the fertilizer business. So I had had about oh, 10 or 12 years in various employment so I had experience in, in in various things. I also worked a short period of time for a railroad too. So I I had all kinds of little odd jobs that I did off and on during the, during those years. So in fact, when I started, it was only like two nights a week. That's when when I first started, and it ended up being like two days a week. And as you know, the the rest is history. So, but that's <laughs> that's when it started. I I was working just a few hours every week on it, but. That was the beginning, and and look at it today. It's so impressive what you guys have managed to accomplish over that time. So, what was it like working alongside your brother? I think it's a miracle that, <laughs> that we haven't killed one another by now. <laughs> no, I mean we we each had our own specific uh, duties. I mean he was the one the one that had all the ideas, and and I was the one that said, that, you know, are you sure? You know, I was always kind of the second guess about things. And uh, but evidently, what, whatever we did turned out right because. Uh, but he, but he, he was a dreamer, and um, and this was his uh, desire to do what, what he did, and so uh, and so I was I was a follower and and supported him. And today, you know, it's it's still still going on. We we still both come to work every day, and it's it's really really unbelievable. But yeah, we and we still speak to one another too. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Do you mind sharing your age? Because I think it's really important for our audience to understand just how long you've been at it and how long you've been well, working this hard. I, like you say, I, I started w- w- in the in the very beginning in uh, 1953, and uh, I am now 
94 in uh, August the 25th. I'll be 95. Wow. And, and, I, and I still feel that, that I uh, have a pretty good uh, idea of what's going on. I, I, I try to uh, stay up to date on uh, our, the different uh, technologies that, that we're developing daily. And I'm, I'm still excited about the, the business. And, and I tell everybody I think they made a mistake on my birth certificate. I don't, I don't feel like I'm 94. So. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, Evelyn. I think that's just just wonderful. So let's look back a little bit uh, along the course of the history of everything that you built, and can you describe um, maybe a pivotal event that happened or something that kind of changed the course of Brandt or, or your career there? I can't think of anything really outstanding over the course of the years. Uh, the pivotal, I think, was when uh, we became uh, the pioneers in the fertilizer business, because up until then, liquid fertilizer was uh, unheard of, because most of them were just using the dry fertilizer. I think that when uh, we began manufacturing and selling the liquid fertilizer, it became, that grew too fast overnight, but each year it did as uh, Farmers saw what was going on with the use of um, of our fertilizer, and uh, it's hard to believe how it has grown from that uh, original original year when when corn was hardly uh, making 100 bushel per acre, and now we're getting almost 300 bushel per acre. And uh, and with the Dow, when we started, the Dow was 263, and you know what it is today. So, <laughs> and postage was three cents, and gas was 29 cents. So what what a change and the day that that we started so well you have so much to be proud of to think about just well, to think I about am. the bushels I really am you know the bushels of corn and the yields that we get now and and the role that you had in that happening that's really amazing and also we're proud of uh, of how we have helped farmers in our area to have a better life and and of course then that trickled down to all the service businesses in the area so it's helped all the communities uh, you know where we are located so so that we we have we have lots to be uh, proud of. Absolutely, your just your economic impact. That's that's yes, a great point, Evelyn. And I know you've done a lot of um, civic things and and community things, and maybe you can talk a little bit about that too. To begin with, 4-H was was my first love, because that uh, I joined 4-H when I was 12. I had uh, poultry, I had uh, a dairy calf, uh, I had sewing, I had uh, cooking, sugar cookies. I got a First place ribbon at the state fair on my sugar cookies when I was like 12 or 13 years old. Also, uh, swine. 4-H was was sort of the beginning of my interest in, in agriculture, too. Uh, and and the, uh, also, after 4-H, there was an organization called Rural Youth, which was all members of farm boys and girls. And, of course, that's how I met my husband, so that's that's the reason that I'm so so proud of that. But uh, but I do I I sponsor uh, scholarships for young people who have been 4-H members. Um, I also have uh, scholarships for uh, FFA. I have scholarship for uh, women in business. So I've pretty pretty much been interested in, in helping young people get get their start, uh, mostly in in the ag ag business. And of course, I've also been involved with the. My, my local church. I've, I also have done uh, work with with our, our our cancer center here in Springfield. I've uh, d- uh, donated a uh, garden of hope in memory of my husband at the cancer center. So that's a few of the, few of the things I've done. There there are there are others. Of course, I, every every day there's uh, there's a new one that that needs a little bit of a boost. So 
I'm always there to, to consider it, and most of the time I'll come through with a little something for them. So. Well, I think you're a, a shining example of how important that role is just for our communities as a whole, and I, I hope Thank our you. young women take that away from this podcast, that that was a really, obviously a really big and important part of your life, and and we yeah. all need to be thinking that way. Giving back is 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 so is so important because I've had so many people that have supported me uh, all my years. So I I have a satisfaction of doing it and, and seeing the the results of it. It's, yep. it's just been great. Absolutely. Well, you said you you know we were kind of supported along the way. Can you talk a little bit about that? Kind of the people along the way who were helpful and supported you in your development. One thing that my brother and I both have been very fortunate that we have picked good people that work with us. And I've had respect and support of all employees that, that have worked with us. So they've always been back me and anything that, you know, I felt that was uh, uh, necessary to do. And, of course, and my family and um, the community. Of course, my husband was my my biggest cheerleader. He was he supported me in anything that, that I do. He was kind of the the silent partner uh, in the company uh, because he worked uh, for the uh, Department of Transportation, so he wasn't actually involved in the company. He was always there and backed me up and and was my my biggest supporter. When you're an entrepreneur, you you spend a lot of hours getting a company up and running, and I can't imagine over the decades how many hours you poured into that. So to have that support system at home. Amen. 24-7 in the early days. (laughs) No doubt. I, I absolutely believe that. It paid off because that was one thing that we were proud of that when anybody wanted something why we we made sure they got it if it was saturday sunday or midnight or six o'clock in the morning why uh, our employees were always ready to to get the job done and they did and and it and it has paid off because all of our customers uh appreciated it and, and to this day they come compliment us on on our service and also our premium products too. Good thing to know when you're staying in agribusiness is that we all know that at its core and root farming is not just an eight to five Monday to Friday job. So a lot of times you got to be willing to follow the farmers and support them. The season is short, so you have to, uh, as we used to say, make hay by the sunshine. That's right. This year it's been get stuff in before it rains again. Over the years, I'm guessing you guys must have had some obstacles that you had to overcome. Can you maybe talk a little bit about that? There have been lots of obstacles. There's been a period of time when product was uh, hard to get, and uh, thank goodness my brother, the entrepreneur that he was, was able to... uh, make connections and uh, be able to uh, accomplish that. And, of course, a lot of the obstacles has been, been been the weather, as, as you might know. And then, of course, we've had other things with some products that maybe that we were, were using that somebody else uh, would think maybe we were infringing on their patents or something that we've had to deal with over the years. But uh, overall, we've uh, overcome all of them. To date, so we we we've been a survivor. How did you do that? What was your what's your secret for overcoming things like that? Because you've done it for decades. You've just been really a not just a pioneer, but you've really stuck with it. I think you just have to stay on it and uh, having faith in yourself and uh, and believing in yourself and uh, understanding uh, your business and understanding uh, what is right and and standing up for it. Amen to that. Let's maybe talk a little bit about some advice that you would have for our, our audience. Get up early and stay up late. <laughs> <laughs> 
that is so there's so much truth in that, Evelyn. <laughs> yeah. You don't want anybody to get ahead of you. You have to stay ahead of the game. You have to always be alert to whatever and whenever. It's stay attuned to the situation and some of it comes natural, I think. We we have been very blessed and very fortunate. I think the good Lord has been Looking over our shoulder, I think, and I and I thank him every day that uh, that I can still do do what do what I do and and still comprehend somewhat of what's going on and uh, and what else still needs to be done. So. What is your secret to stay as sharp as you are um, into your mid nineties? My goodness, Evelyn, that's astonishing. Well, I think it's it's part of my genes. I've had the. Uh, an aunt that lived to be 98. I had Pinnacles, ni- 94. My mother was 94. Um, one thing I tell people, keep the mind busy and the body busy. A lot of this technology I don't depend on. I mean, I still write things down on my calendar. I don't put it on a <laughs> on in my phone or whatever. And, and, and I, I try to mentally remember things that are going on. I try to you know, visualize what what I'm going to be doing next week, and and not have to really you know look at look at a chart or something. So everything for myself, I don't have too too much help, and I manage se- several farms and uh, and do my own investing and uh, whatever. I still stay on top of all of it, and I think that's part part of the reason. Because as long as you can keep that mind going. Why, you know, they say if you don't use it, you lose it. Uh, there's a lot of truth in that. So tell yeah. me about the the farms that you've got going now. So I didn't realize you had some stuff going on outside of Brand. You're a busy lady. Yes, I am, but but I but I enjoy every, every minute of it. Uh, yeah, I do have uh, several little farms that I manage, and uh, so and and it's uh, in a, in another uh, another county. It's about a hundred miles from here, and I and I have a little. Uh, cabin there where it's it's in the, my husband's hometown that's where uh where it is and 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 one of the farms is uh one that was in his family has been for probably about 130 years or whatever i am actually involved in crop production and do my own sell my own grain and uh, so i'm still involved in in that part of the of the of the ag and and also i determine what fertilizer they use on my farm too because I want to make it a show place too. And so far I'm pretty proud of of, of what what I've done with with my own farm. Absolutely. I I would think they would for sure look to you to help pick out what sort of inputs you would be right. the the pro of that. So over the years have you mentored any young people and, and did you learn anything from that? Well, I have uh, mentored in several women's or organizations uh and I tell them about my experiences uh but mainly I I tell them uh number one they have to believe in themselves uh, at first. Set a goal and if they do get into business make sure that they give a prompt service, they have a good product keep good records and make a financial plan and i mean it, it doesn't come easy you just you just you just have to put your shoulder to the wheel and stay on stay on top of it and if you're in business you need to be there you you need you need to people want to see a face of people that they're doing business with and that's one thing that i've always done too i try to attend as many functions as i can events that go in in our community and and people are always happy to See that see that I'm there, and that I'm that I am still you know supporting the communities and where where we do business. So if you start a business, you you need to get involved and make sure you take care of your clients. 
But, you know, the customer's always right, they say. So. <laughs> yeah, and I think we all know in agriculture especially, it's it's about the relationships that you build over time. And they're a long time because right now I, I think we're about to the fifth generation in some of our customers. So oh, that's, 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 that's pretty uh, outstanding to, to, be, to be able to say that. So yeah. I, think we, I think we have several families that we're already into the fifth generation. Well, that's almost unheard of, Ellen. That's just right. amazing. It is. That's really, really yes. amazing. So I know you've probably got a lot of really interesting stories of things that have happened over the years. And I don't necessarily have this in the set of questions I asked you, but I just have to know, you know, what, what are some of the amazing things that have happened to you over the years? In the fertilizer business, we've been able to uh, attend many wonderful meetings and conventions and some of them have been to Europe and uh, Hawaii. And so in, in, in our industry, the people that you meet, because we all have the same, you know, goal in mind. So over over these years, I've met so many wonderful friends and, and still are friends. And so that's uh, one thing about, about the industry. We've, we've become very, very, very close and do a lot of, of uh networking. I that's been my experience too. Is it's such a great industry because it I is. think the people are they're authentic and they're genuine we and all have I, the same goals. Yep. I love how you said that because that's absolutely the truth. And when, when things get rough, um we all know the ag economy's been a bit bumpy for a few Amen. years now. Yeah. Um, we have to keep that in mind, that, that that really is the goal that we've got. Evelyn, are there anything that's going on right now in the industry that you're concerned about um, or that if you could influence something and change it, what would that be? Well, I'm always concerned because I've always been known as the the one that uh, held on to the, the pocketbook, you know. So every time they come up with, with a new uh, project or something, and I always I, I, I'm still the one that will say, well, "Are you sure that's going to work? Are you are you are you sure? <laughs> Let, let's think about that again, you know." So, but uh, but I I've, I've relaxed a little bit about that. I've I've kind of uh, been a little more uh, let, letting management do do their thing. So so far it's uh, been been working great. So you know. Uh, I've found that I don't have to be as as involved as I used to be, because I I felt that my brother and I we set the pace, and so now we've turned it over to another group. But you know what? It was two of us then, and now we have to have a dozen or more to, <laughs> to carry on. But with the business growth the way it is, uh, you know, we have a great team of uh, management that's going forward with all these these new new products, these new technologies. And so it's, it's been a wonderful journey. It really has been. When you do decide to step aside from the career, what do you hope people will say about you, Evelyn? I hope they say that she's one of us and, and was is compassionate, that I've tried to treat everybody fairly, and I've tried to instill in our employees and our company uh, honesty and uh, always taking care of, of our customers, giving, giving them what they need and being fair about everything. So that's, that's my main goal now. And and I feel that, that it is being done. I feel very, very good about it. Well, that's a great reminder of laying a yes. really important, solid foundation to grow everything yeah. on, honest and ethical. And That's what makes a company. As long as you can say that I've, I've, I've treated all my customers the, the way they should be treated. And, uh, and when you go to bed at night and sleep by... Then you don't have to worry worry about that you, that you ha- that you haven't done your best. Well, you have shared a ton of wonderful information 
with us and, and stories. Um, is there anything else that you can think of you'd like to share with our audience? I probably shouldn't say this, but don't retire. <laughs> and and if you do, make sure that you have uh, something else uh, that you can uh, concentrate on, but always have something to do and keep the mind busy and just don't sit in your rocking chair and watching TV all day because a person can just deteriorate so fast. I, I've seen it happen too many times. So it, it's my therapy to come to work because I, I have a schedule. I get up in the morning, I get ready and, and come to work. And evidently it's, it's, it's paid off for me. Now, whether it works for everybody, but I'm sure that if you think positive and have a goal in mind, even though you're retired, there's, you, you can always, you can volunteer. There's, there's so many things that, that people can do and, and they can still be of uh, value of the community, whether they're, when they do retire. So that the need, the need to keep, need to keep that mind going, whatever they choose, if it's being on the golf course or, or whatever. Keep mind and body busy. Well, you are absolutely a testament to that, because, and I can't imagine if you would have retired 30 years ago, how much Brant would have missed out on not having you, well, your energy, well, and me, intelligence. Just look what I would have missed out on. So. Well, yeah, that's a good point. That's a really because good this point. last 30 years, I would say, is has been the biggest changes in agriculture than, than, than the first 30 years. Boy, so uh, true. I would say so. Actually, uh, yes, there, there, probably in the last ten years with with technology. I mean, it's it's unbelievable that uh, how how fast uh, things do change. And but you know, you just have, like I say, you have to get up early and stay up late to to, to keep up with it. So that's for sure. That's absolutely <laughs> true. I, you know what, Evelyn? I've never heard anybody say that work is their therapy. So. I'm gonna. Get, I'm gonna get it a really on the wall for that because that, that's a great way to face every day and just and embrace it and. Yep. Um, if it is, it's it. my therapy. Absolutely. So. Well, Ellen, I cannot thank you enough for this. I absolutely enjoyed this conversation, and you've been super generous with your advice and your time, and um, lots of great bits of information here for our audience and little nuggets of, of wisdom from you from decades of well, well, thank you. shoulder to the wheel, as you said earlier. I think that you, yep. you're you just really an inspiration to everyone. What it takes, what, what it takes. Like I say, getting where we are didn't, didn't come easy, but it's been well worth it. Very good. Well, thank you, Evelyn. And that wraps up this episode of Spark, and we hope you'll Join us for the next episode. Okay. Bye. I'll see you in about five years. Call me back in five years. Okay, I'll be a hundred then. So. You've just been awesome. And I absolutely want to wish you a happy birthday in August when that comes around. And I wish you all the best. You you really, okay. truly are an well, thank inspiration. You. Thank, thank you. All nice visiting right. with you. All right. Take care, Evelyn. That's Spark for today. Thanks for listening. And we hope you'll tune in for the next episode. To learn more about Paulson, please visit paulson.ag. That's P-A-U-L-S-E-N dot A-G.